Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bible Time. The Wise and the Foolish is the series, a walk through Proverbs, and I'm Damon Smith. Glad to be with you. Glad to uh, to give you another message. We're going to talk about the word. It's going to be great. And we've been in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 20 through 23. And in the last episode, we were talking about the importance of the commandments and the laws and the keeping of them um, and, and why um, it's important. Because your your parents, they your 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 father provides you with the commandments and your mother reinforces those laws given by God. And they're important. But now in this episode, we're actually going to learn uh, what what's uh what Solomon was really trying to get at is like he he was using that as a segue into this this next set of what the of what the word what the commandments what the laws actually keep you from, and so this is what's really going to be uh, important. And so grab your Bibles, get ready because we we're, we're going to dive in. And again, I can't wait to hear your insights. If you got questions or or uh, if there's things that you want to add or you know or mention. As relates to the, uh, you know, to what we're going to cover, uh, you can always email, send an email to Bible.time7777 at gmail.com. And those questions will be answered or, you know, or just, you know, hey, get, hey, thank you for the, the comment. Much props. Uh, so we're going to get into it. We always want to start with a prayer. And so here we go. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we love you and we thank you. Thank you for being the awesome God that you are, Lord, and thank you just for keeping us, Lord, time and time again. Lord, thank you for providing for us, Lord. You're you're worthy and you're awesome. You are the one true God, Lord. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your Son, Jesus, Lord, who, who died and rose from the dead on the third day so that we might have everlasting life, uh, so our sins might be forgiven by you. Uh, so that we might be washing the blood, so we would, we would be able to have relationship with you, Lord. Thank you, thank you for your Son Jesus, who bridged the gap between me and you, between all of us and you, so that we might be reconnected. Lord, bless the word, bless the time, bless this podcast, Lord. Bless whoever's listening to it, allow it to be helpful and beneficial, Lord, and uh, draw them closer to you, and uh, help us all to draw closer to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Give us wisdom. Amen. Okay. And so we're going to get into the scripture. As always, I always read three. So we'll start with the King James Version. And then we go to Amplified. And then we uh, jump to New Living Translation. And so when you have your Bible app for your Bible up, get ready. Here we go. I'm going to start at 23 in chapter 6 of verse Proverbs just to kind of set it up. I know we went through 23 in the last episode, but I want to set it up so it flows right into 24. And so here we go. For the commandment is a lamp and the law is light and the reproofs of instruction are the way of life to keep thee from the evil woman. From the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman, lust not after her beauty in thine eye, in thine heart, excuse me, neither take her thee with her eyelids. Actually, let me read that again. Neither let her take thee with her eyelids. I'm just reading through stuff. For by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. Wow. 
and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? So he that goeth into his neighbor's wife, wife, whosoever toucheth her, shall not be innocent. And so we're going to stop at verse 29 here. Uh, and then the, we're going to finish out the last couple of uh, verses in the next episode. But th- this is a profound uh, scripture scripture passage because it's, it's very thought provoking uh, when it comes to consequences um, of of actions and 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 what you what you what you put yourself in danger of uh, when you perform what Solomon is talking about. And so we're going to go to the Amplified version now. Again, we're going to start at verse twenty three, and hopefully I'll read that a little better. <laughs> Here we go. For the commandment is a lamp, and the whole teaching of the law is light, and reproofs of discipline are the way of life, to keep you from the evil woman, from the flattery of the tongue of a loose woman. Lust not after her beauty in your heart, neither let her capture you with her eyelids, for on account of a harlot a man is brought to a piece of bread, and the adulteress stalks and snares as with the hook, the precious life of a man. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be? Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? So he who cohabits with his neighbor's wife will be tortured with evil consequences and just retribution. He who touches her shall not be innocent or go unpunished. And so that was the Amplified version. And so now we're going to go back and go through the New Living Translation version. For the command is a lamp and their instruction a light. Their corrective discipline is the way to life. It will keep you from the immoral woman, from the smooth tongue of a promiscuous woman. Don't lust for her beauty. Don't let her coy glances seduce you. For a prostitute will bring you to poverty, but sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. Can a man scoop a flame into his lap and not have his clothes catch on fire? Can he walk on hot coals and not blister his feet? So it is with the man who sleeps with another man's wife. He who embraces her will not go unpunished. And so that is the scripture reading. We're going to get into that. Be right back. Hi, everybody. Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks.com. 
877.square.site. Pick up great literature today. And so Solomon's trying to admonish his child. He's trying to warn his child here. And God, you know, this is actually trying to warn uh, every man uh, just to stay away uh, from this kind of woman uh, because they're dangerous. And if you get involved, there are going to be steep consequences for it. Um, And of course, I mean, you know, this is something that has plagued many men. But again, the the warnings are in the word of God. And, and, you know, when we speak of the consequences, they're there. I mean, and God doesn't want us to. And, and to me, it's, it's not just related to, I mean, you know, guys can be just this, uh, you know, seductive towards women. So, I mean, adultery is adultery, um, you know, and it, it can happen both ways. But it's just something where. I feel like God is is really more like, hey, man to man, you know, father to son <laughs> kind of a situation. So he says in here is going to keep you from the evil woman. Um, and then it's like evil woman is shared in the Amplified. But then in the uh, New Living Translation, it says it keeps you from the immoral woman. And generally, when you think about evil evil, God, when God talks about evil, it's, it's you know, they're you're you're outside of morals or you're 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 not following the the lord's morals as according to how the lord has put them into place and so you know a woman who who sets up men uh in these situations are immoral and you know they have evil intentions uh with their behavior and so that god says this this when you Listen to the instruction of the Lord when you follow the discipline of the command and of the commandments and laws of God. They will protect you from this kind of thing befalling you. Because again, in a moral woman and the evil woman in this situation, it's it, it's speaking of 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 a snare from the from the enemy. This this is a snare that if you're not careful, you can get you can get trapped in it and 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 not be able to escape it's a very very dangerous thing to fall into this type of trap and there are you know uh individuals out here who are actually trying to trap people um who are trying to 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 hunt uh you know others as from a predatory standpoint i mean you know of course we we live in an age where sexual predators are real um i mean and it's it's a thing that we need to continually uh pray about um for the lord to provide protection for those who are praying on others for um you know to to set traps for them in this manner um and again when you look at 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 situations when it comes to sex it's like god desired you know, intercourse between men and a woman to be pure. Uh, but when sin gets involved, sin taints everything. And so, you know, again, we need to continue to to pray, uh, you know, for those who are in danger of being trapped. Um, but, you know, especially we need to pray for the pray uh, for the Lord to to, um, you know, bring those predators 
uh, to justice who are, you know, entrapping people, especially women and, and, you know, forcing them to do things that they, you know, that they don't want to do, um, you know. And so we, we really need to pray that, you know, the Lord intervenes and brings, you know, those perpetrators to justice um, because it is something that is prevalent, but it's because sin is in this world. And so uh, as we as believers, um, you know, we we fight a spiritual war against against sin. That's one of the things that we need to keep in mind that there's so many things that folks are suffering from. Um, and that's one of those. And so, uh, you know, but again, going back to the topic at hand, sometimes it's not just a mutual. Sometimes there are, there are people out here that are immoral and evil that are trying to set somebody up. And so be careful <laughs> when you look at it again in the second part from the, it talks about the tongue of this kind of woman. Uh, King James uh, calls it the, the flattery, you know, of of of, uh, you know, of this of this woman and it calls her a strange woman. And so this in King James, it says of the tongue. From the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. And then when we look at Amplified, it's from the flattery of the tongue of a loose woman. And then when you look at New Living Translation, it's from the smooth tongue of a promiscuous woman. So um, when we talk about the tongue, the tongue is, is the stable word here. But we got flattery. Of a of a strange woman, of a loose woman, and 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 then this you know flattery is is smooth in nature, and it's the tongue of a promiscuous woman. When we look at it in the New Living Translation, and so when we speak of the tongue, that is the weapon of this particular kind of woman. It's flattery. It's smooth. It's it's um, it, it's as the word would would say in. In other passages, the like the the uh, honey, <laughs> you know, the, the words are like honey, you know, but again, you know, honey is something that is a sweet thing and people and people like honey. But again, if you're using it in a trap sense, you're not going to see the danger because you're you're distracted by the honey. Uh, and that's that's the danger of such of of the the power of this particular woman, this loose woman, this promiscuous woman, this strange woman, as the Bible says. As in the the last chapter of Proverbs uh, in five, we talked about this strange woman. Uh, and in five verse three of uh, chapter five verse three of Proverbs, it says, "For the lips of a strange woman drop." As in honeycomb, and her mouth is smoother than oil, but her end is bitter as wormwood. And so we 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 see that that similarity here, where now he's he's back to talking about the the strange woman, the loose woman, uh, the the immoral woman, and the danger of her tongue. It, it it's. It has the drips of a, of honey from a honeycomb, but is it's, it's poison. It's toxic. It's not something you need to be involved with, and you have to be able to see past uh, the flattery, the smooth tongue, because uh, flattery and 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 the smoothness of words can lure you into a situation where you don't see 
the danger because you're captivated by the words. Be careful. Be careful. And, and it, you can even you can even apply this. This isn't just to uh, to seductive situations. You can apply this to um, situations where someone is trying to where, where it's, um, someone's trying to manipulate you in other means to get you to do something. They'll use the same tactic. They'll flatter you. Um, they'll try to butter you up and, you know, use smooth words and, and kind things and compliment you and tell you everything you want to hear so they can get you to do what they want you to do. So they can get you to, you know, to do this to a particular task or, or, you know, or go with their, with their opinion on a matter or, or buy this particular thing or, you know, or get involved with this particular, uh, with this particular venture. Uh, and so people, people use fl the, the flattery of the tongue in a variety of ways, uh, to try to lure people to, to do what they want them to do, or to, you know, to take on the burden of something. And so you just, you have to be careful because if you're one that is quick to be, uh, to be led as to astray or quick to be, to be, uh, flattered by such language, you're in for a lot of danger and the enemy's going to continue to run that play because he knows that it will work on you. So be careful. Stay sober. <laughs> stay, stay alert. Um, everybody that, that, that's, uh, trying to, to say kind words to you, uh, don't always have the best of intention. There's always, you know, sometimes there's motives behind. You have to check their motives because everybody didn't have good motives. And so this is clearly in this scripture, the picture of of someone who does not have good motives. Um, and, and that's what the, the, the Lord is trying to describe about someone like this, who is evil, who is loose, who, who is immoral in their behavior. Again, when you talk about the, the scripture here of the strange woman, you know, um, it, it's a, a foreign woman, an adulterer, so a different, an alien, a foreigner. And so when you talk about this, you, I can't help but, but think about Solomon in a sense with what he, what would befall him uh, because as you remember Solomon is is a wise king he he's great he's he he's got everybody coming to see him everybody is captivated by him they want to you know they want to know about him they want to learn he he's got a lot of wisdom God has given him you know so much um to to provide to others and he's a he he's one of the best kings, um, you know that Israel ever had. He's, God blessed him with wisdom. He also blessed him with with riches uh, beyond other kings, and you know the scripture says it's just God really set him up great. But when we read about his downfall, it starts in chapter eleven of First Kings, and the first. Verse says, but King Solomon loved many strange women. Here's that word strange again. So the very thing he's trying to warn 
<laughs> it's something about he he delved in it. And again, when we talk about strangers, foreign women, and why is that important? Because uh, Solomon, he 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 wasn't just uh, after women of his of his own culture. He liked women from other cultures, from other nations, from other religions. And that's what the what the uh, the word strange is referring to, because they don't have when 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 they when you interact with someone who's of a different religion, of a different country, they don't follow the same rules that you do. They don't have the same customs that they do that you do. They don't have the same belief system that you do. In other in, in other cultures or other religions, uh, it's it's okay to to have more than one spouse. Uh, versus, you know, when it comes to the Lord, you know, obeying the Lord, uh, you you're limited. You know, you, you God only wants you to have one woman. He allowed the kings uh, to to have concubines and, and other wives. Not that God approved of it, but I, for some reason, I can't explain it. We would have to ask God. He allowed, in this period, he allowed for such things, but Solomon wasn't content with just um, having women from his own culture. He was he wanted to have women from uh, from the outside, and it was all those women from those strange religions, from those strange cultures um, that took him down. Uh, because when you read. From that chapter on, you start to see the downfall of not just Solomon, but you can actually state from chapter 11, that was the downfall of the kingdom. Because as the king goes, the kingdom goes. And so if the king is going down, then the kingdom is going down. And you start to see a downward spiral from chapter 11 of First Kings um, that that ends with uh, when when once Solomon passes on his next son takes over insult and, and 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 does something really vile that divides the kingdom to where you have two kingdoms and so it he split from what that king did he split uh the you know the nation of Israel into two kingdoms and so you had the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom you had uh you know Israel uh, the the 10 tribes that made up Israel and then you had Judah uh which was the the uh the tribe of Judah and Benjamin and so and from that moment on not only were they warring with each other but that was the downward spiral of the of of that kingdom and it also led to what we know happened uh, with uh, the the northern kingdom getting conquered by you know by Assyria, and then the southern kingdom getting conquered uh, by uh, Babylon by Babylon and uh, you know Nebuchadnezzar. So it is from chapter eleven that we see the downward spiral, and what created this Solomon's interest in strange women. <laughs> so again. God's trying to teach us something here. If 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 an immoral woman, if a strange woman can bring down King Solomon, you know that you are not exempt from that same danger befalling you if you're not careful. If if you don't be careful, if you don't watch yourself, because again, you know that that they're they're alluring, but 
anyone that doesn't have the same values as you, uh, as, as the God that, that we serve, you will be polluted and you'll be drawn down a path that you don't want to be drawn down. And so go, the scripture goes on further to say, don't lust after her. <laughs> don't lust after her. You shouldn't lust at all, um, but don't lust after her. Don't get captivated by her beauty. Lust not after her beauty in thine heart. Don't don't allow uh, that image to come to become permeated on the inside of you to where you just because, again, lust. Lust creates desire, which eventually um, leads to action. If if you allow lust to linger, it will set in motion, uh, you know, the the desire to act on that particular feeling, on that particular feeling that the flesh wants, that desire. And you have to keep it at bay because, again, it's a trap. <laughs> it's a snare. <laughs> it's a scandal. You got to be careful. Um, and so don't lust after her beauty in your heart. Don't don't let that picture of her beauty become just permeated in your mind to where that's where your focus is. Because, again, things start in the heart and then they 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 go from hearts. They go from thought, you know, from from the heart to to words and then they go from words to actions. And so you got to be careful. It also says neither let her capture you with her eyelids. I uh, like what the uh, what what New Living Translation says, don't let her coy glances seduce you. Uh you know, and of course in the King James it says don't let neither neither let her take thee with her eyelids. Why is that important? When we talk about eyes, eyes are a gate. When we when we look into someone's eyes, it's like we we in in a lot of cases we can kind of see into them. We in some ways when when someone looks at someone's eyes, they can tell whether they're lying or whether they're they're true or not. You know, they can they can see certain things. They they can see pain um, that they may try to shield from other people. They can see, um, I guess you know, good qualities in someone by basing them or that, but they can also see uh, mischief in someone's eyes. So the eyes are, are a, a window into somebody's, uh, you know, soul. And if you will, you can kind of see uh, what that, that type of person, if you're, if you're in tune with that kind of thing, if you're a perceptive person, uh, everybody's not a perceptive person. And so if, if you're not perceptive, then you may find those eyes and, and, and they may have you, you like eyes from this, like, and, and also, Ooh, you know, that person is captivating and, you know, and beauty is because men, the, the woman was made for the man, man's going to be naturally attracted uh, to the woman, especially if she's beautiful. And so, and, and eyes are one of the main things that can draw a man to a woman. And so if, if she's getting in and all it takes, you everybody's been in, in, in high school situation. You just waiting for that person that, you know, that uh, that you want to 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 get to know. And and you just hope that they that they lock eyes with you. And it's something about those eyes. All it takes is a glance and it, it can either create interest or disinterest. And so in this situation. 
immoral women, promiscuous women like this, uh, you know, women that are setting traps, they know that um, that giving a coy glance, you know, a, giving the, a certain glance that suggests something is what's going to lure a guy to her. And so they'll throw it out. Um, it, it's oftentimes how men know that women are interested by, you know, a, a welcome glance. Um, but again, in this case, there, there's something mischievous behind the glance. It isn't a pure glance, but there's there's something awry here. There's something amiss uh, when it comes to the this woman's particular motives. And so uh, when you when you talk about coy, it, it's about play. And when we talk about play, you're talking about games. And so uh, what the immoral woman wants to do, what the what the strange woman wants to do is to play a game. It's a game uh, to her. And so and and if she can get you caught up on her eyes, then it's game over for you and it's checkmate for her. And so that's why she's throwing those glances, because she's trying to get you to take the bait. But you can't take it. You can't allow yourself to be captivated by surface stuff like that. And so that that's what he's trying to teach us <laughs> through this passage uh, that the, to, to be careful. Don't let her coy glances seduce you. Don't let her play that game. Don't let that playfulness uh, seduce you. Uh, it's, it's a trick. She, she's trying to get you to, 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 to lure over. Uh, she's playing on your, on, on your flesh <laughs> or your emotions, you know, and, and that's a dangerous thing. So, uh, that, that's a great lesson to learn here. We'll be right back. We're going to delve deeper. Hey, everybody. Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way. But how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site. Pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way. Now, in verse 26 of chapter six of, of Proverbs, the scripture, um, you know, the author kind of shows like a, a um, I guess, a, a difference between two types of of uh, immoral women. It's kind of like and one is worse than the other. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the, the best thing or how I wanted to word that here. And so it says and for 26 and 26 for by the means of a horse woman. A man is brought to a piece of bread um, or I like how the. uh the the amplified version says, uh, you know, it's uh, brought to a piece of bread, um, and in some in some cases it was it was one that said to a crust, 
<laughs> of bread. Uh, it, it, there was one translation that talked about a man being brought to a crust of bread. Um, and so, and, and that's what a piece is. It's a, it's a, it's a small piece of bread. A new living translation likes to say it, uh, that, uh, it will bring you to poverty if you mess with the prostitute. And that's what, you know, we're talking about with a horse woman or a harlot. Um, and that is one who it were, it's more of a transaction, uh, in a sense. Um, but, one is worse than the other. It's like there's still danger either way uh, that you go because if if you involve yourself with a prostitute, you can be setting yourself up to be in danger of you know again of being killed because you don't know who who else is is privy to the transaction and who's around, and so there's a danger there to where you don't know uh, what you're getting to. But it, there's no. There's no affection there. Um, you know, there's no there's no real connection there. It's just a, you know, transactional thing. But when it comes to to this kind what what Solomon is really trying to talk about is just the the, the danger of adultery because again, you you're putting your life in danger uh, because that woman is not is is uh not yours. She she belongs to someone else's. And and so someone else's, you know, she she belongs to someone else, uh, you know, to another man. And so you put yourself in real danger because, again, the um, the scripture says, and the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Uh, Amplified says and the adulteress stalks and snares us with the hook, the precious man of a life. Um, and then uh, New Living Translation says, but sleeping with another man's wife will cost you your life. And so it's interesting. And so the it, it again hit. This is the trap that we're talking about. This is the snare. Uh, it's a hook that you get captivate that that you can get caught in if you get too close to this woman and you indulge in someone who does not belong to you. It it will cost you your life. They'll hunt uh, for you and put you in real danger. And twenty seven really is thought provoking. Because um, to me, I, I feel like it's it's uh, really the power of this particular uh, set of, of scripture here is can a man scoop? Can a man, uh, you know, take fire into his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Um, there's that eight that, uh, you know, a saying is like, hey, you know, if, 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 if you play with fire, uh, you're going to get burned because of of the the power of fire i mean even getting too close to it the the heat of fire can sometimes create uh you know uh an injury even if you don't touch it if it's if it's hot enough then you can get you can get burned without even having to touch the flame um that was uh, the case where if you read about uh Shadrach Meshach and Abednego and and Daniel the the guards that that threw them in they were burned <laughs> just putting them in there uh because of the 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 power of the flame and so it's just you know you you can't if you if you're going to mess with fire you you're going to have some effects you're not going to come out of it unscathed in any way and that's that's basically what uh, the scripture is trying to say you're 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 not going to get off clean you're going to get hurt and it's going to be severe. You're going to be burned. There will be, you will be marked up 
as it relates to this. You will not leave this situation unscathed, uh, undisgraced. And that's what adultery carries with it. It's, it carries with it a disgrace. Uh, it carries with it a, a mark uh, that 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 tells the tale like hell. Okay, you were playing fire, <laughs> uh, and it's dangerous. Um, so you can't you can't put fire in your in your you know in your bosom in your clothes not be burned. There's gonna be some damage if you engage in this type of manner. There those are consequences, and they can, and they're severe consequences. Um, again, it in twenty eight. It reiterates it. Can one go upon hot coals and his feet not be burned? And so you you can't touch something that's hot uh, and not get burnt from it because of the way our flesh is designed. It's it's tender. It's vulnerable. It's it's imperfect. And so we're we're susceptible to to uh, get marked up and to get burned and, and to be damaged, to be scalded uh, when we deal with hot things. That's why we tell children to to don't to not touch the stove <laughs> when it's hot because you can get burned and burns don't don't always burn marks don't always go away. Uh, you can treat some and some go away, but then others, they stick with you for life and and there's pain that goes with that burn um, that is severe. So why put yourself in that kind of danger? And the, and that's the danger of of messing with an adulterous woman. You're playing with fire. You're 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 get you're you're in a in a dangerous combustible uh, situation, and you're going to get burned. Uh, you you can't go out of this. Uh, without some kind of consequence. So be careful. And so when we look further into this, now we see the comparison where it says, so he that goeth into his neighbor's wife, whosoever touch her shall touches her shall not be innocent. And so you're not going to be innocent. There's, there's going to be consequences for doing that. I like how it says uh, in Amplified, it stretches it out. So he who cohabits with this neighbor's wife will be tortured with evil consequences and just retribution. And so it's like this. You And so he who touches her shall not be innocent or go unpunished. There's going to be a consequence for it. There's going to be retribution. And Amplified uses the word just, which means that there, that there is a right for consequences to be laid out. There's a right for retribution to be laid out. It's, it's valid. Um, it, it, the, the, uh, the retribution is warranted because of the heinousness of the action. And so you, if you, if you touch her, you might as well be touching fire. And when it talks about this again, this particular woman engages that it's a, it's a plan. It, it takes two to tango there. This is a, this is a snare. It's a lure. And so they, they, they're, they're trying to, to, they're hunting. So they know that they're dangerous, but the guy doesn't know because he's all captivated with the eyes and with the words. And there's something about eyes and words that if you, if you get caught up, you get in a situation where, Next thing you know, you're out in the deep end and you're in danger of the sharks. I saw something um, 
it was a it was it was on a social media post. I think it was uh uh you know Meg Thee Stallion and uh and uh Cardi B. I think that that one song that they that they came out with um I think it was a WAP, and it was like they were they were. I guess they were in the water and they, you know, they were trying to, they were all painted up and everything, but there were like, I want to say there were like sharks around them. And to me, that was the perfect symbolism for something like this. Like there's like, there's danger there. Like you're, you, you'll be in trouble. <laughs> it, it like based on what that picture was representing and based on kind of like that, as we talk about with, you know, this, the, the, the seductress in a sense, um, because again, it's, you, you're not going to get out of this unscathed. It was either sharks or it was snakes. It was one of the two, but they, it was like, it was, it was thought provoking because of this particular scripture. And so if you're so captivated by the beauty, um, by, by your lust, you know, for, you know, for, uh, you know, sexual gratification, then you won't see the snakes. <laughs> you won't see the sharks. You won't see the danger, uh, that surrounds them. You, you'll be blind to it. And then uh, it's too late because once you get bit, you're, you, you're like, there's no way of escape. You're locked in. You're, you're, you're trapped. You're, you're snared. And that venom is going to take you out. And so, again, just like with the scripture saying, it's like if you touch her, it's like in the touch of fire. It's like in the putting fire in your lap. You're going to get burned. There is no um, there's no way for you to not come out of this with some consequences. And that and those consequences are warranted because of the nature of the offense. And so it's a lesson to all of us just to really be mindful, to really be careful, um, because it it is easy for someone to say, oh, you know, that that would never happen to me. The, the worst thing in the world somebody can say is, uh, you know, is, oh, that'll never happen to me because we, you know, we're we're all still trying to, you know, be perfected and 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 be saved from the practice of sin, you know? And so all it takes is the, is, is the, the right person <laughs> to, to, uh, you know, to change that narrative. And so rather than say, Oh, that would never happen to me, you know, just it is better just to, to live your life in a way to where you, you avoid those things. Um, because again, it can, it can happen to, to anyone, uh, depending on the circumstances. And so rather than, 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 uh, than say that just, again, you have to, you have to tailor your life to, to where you avoid that road altogether. And you, you, you do things to block, you know, any, any opportunity to to be led in that particular uh, manner. And it's not something that you, that you beat on others about or make other people feel bad about, you know, or try to brag about, you know, I never get in that situation. No, but it's just about making sure that you have safeguards in place uh, to keep you away from that particular danger. And, um, 
you know, again, because it's, it's just not what that that's not something that I would, you know, want anyone to go through. And we 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 pray for those who are dealing with the consequences of of being ensnared uh, with such a thing. Um, and I know that the Lord is a is a for, you know, he's a forgiver of sins. The the reason why we celebrate, you know, Christ, the reason why we can call him savior, the reason why um, we can we can ask for forgiveness uh, for sins is because of 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 Christ and his death, burial, resurrection on that cross. He took the penalty that that was actually supposed to be for us. We were supposed to be uh, the one that was that were uh, paying the price for the sins that we committed, not him. But he took the punishment while being perfect himself uh, so that so that 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 we might be saved through him so that by his blood. Sin would be washed away. Uh, it is by his stripes that we are healed. Um, and so that and by doing that, by taking our punishment on himself, it, it paid the debt that that sin required that God required because of sin. And so as a result, now for all those who are in Christ, for all those who who uh, who claim him as Lord, who accept Christ as their Lord and Savior, their sins and, and repent of their sins. They are forgiven. They are free. Uh, you are a new creature in Christ. Your sins are remembered no more. They're washed away. No matter what you did or who you did it with, um, there's there's no there's no no separation. We, you know, for between God and his children, um, you know, there there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. And so that that's why it's so important that that you don't wait till it's too late to give your life to him. He wants to take away uh, your your reproach and and, the, and your sin. Yeah. Are you still going to have to deal with some consequences as it relates to that? Yes. But he he will forgive you of your sins and you'll be saved from the penalty from, from the, 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 the uh, ultimate penalty of sins, which is eternal separation from God. And that, that's what he's trying to do. Doesn't mean that, Hey, you know, you, you won't have to, you know, to, um, to have some, some broken relationships or, you know, or go through some, some tough times or, you know, rebuild your character and things like that, uh, rebuild trust, um, that was broken. Doesn't mean that you, that you won't have to do those things, but when you are forgiven by Christ, uh, your, your sin is not counted against you. Uh, it, it, it's not something that's going to separate you from the Lord, especially if you genuinely repented and you, you don't go down that path anymore and you don't want to. And, and, um, you know, and you believed on him to be able to do it. It just means that, Hey, you know, you're, you, it won't be counted against you. God doesn't, doesn't look at that sin that's being on you because he's, when he sees you, he sees the blood, uh, that sin has been washed away. And again, when we think about what the the power of the blood of Christ, uh, not only did the uh, it is it was it enough to satisfy the debt, uh, you know that uh, of sin, you know for the wages of sin is is death, and they give God's eternal life. But not only did it pay the debt, did it satisfy the uh, you know the the 
you know, the, the cost of sin did it, it satisfied God's wrath. But what it did also was it washed like his blood washed away sins past, present and future. So regardless of what you did and or what you will do, um, because you accept Christ, you are covered uh, and, and and you are a new creature. And he remembers your sins. God, the father remembers your sins no more. So. Again, you, you if you are dealing with the consequences of it. Just know that when you come to Christ and you ask for for, for uh, forgiveness and, and and you repent truly of your sin, then yes, you you'll be forgiven of Him and and, and you'll be able to, to walk with the understanding that there is now no condemnation, uh, you know, in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation uh, for that sin, and so you don't have to to walk through through life with shame because because you're you you were pardoned <laughs> you were pardoned by the blood of the lamb so uh just don't don't let that that ruin your life you know go on you know god doesn't want you to be trapped with that um but as he told the one person that he got finished healing jesus did say go and sin no more and that's the that's the next thing it's when when you do repent when you do choose to live for christ don't go back to the same sin. Go and sin no more. Don't get caught up in the situation where now, you know, you you see the eyes and and, and you're in and you hear the words and you get lured in again. Don't go back there. Don't even go get close to even being in in the vicinity to be able to be lured. <laughs> so you do a 180. Uh that's that's what when you repent, that's what you're doing. You're you're going the uh, your turn around. And you're going the other direction away from that that simple sinful behavior, never to return to it. And so that that's what that's what it's about. Um, and and walking in the light of the Lord rather than in the in the passion of of your flesh. So that is the lesson, and we're actually gonna finish up uh, this chapter in the next podcast. Thank you for listening. And again, you know, now is the time, you know, now is, is the day of salvation. The Christ is still uh, waiting to receive you. Don't wait till it's too late. Uh, again, if you believe in your heart, you know that Jesus is Lord. And uh, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart uh, that he rose from the dead, you will be saved. That's Romans 10, 9 and 10, uh, you know, confession and belief. That that's what it takes. Is you don't have to go on a quest. Uh, you don't have to 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 uh, to pay a a set fee. Uh, you don't have to you know to um, to go through a, a walk of uh, of humiliation uh, to <laughs> yeah, or initiation uh, to to be a, a, a child of God. It's based on it is it is your confession based on the belief of your heart. Uh, based on what you, that that you believe Jesus to be Lord, based on the gospel, based on His death, burial, and resurrection, and um, and, and that He is uh, and that your Lord and your Savior, and that, that His blood uh, covered and washed away your you know your sins and the sins of humanity. It, it is that belief. It is that belief that that saves you, um, that He is Lord. 
And Lord, Lord, it means that he is your king, that that he has control, that he that that he has rule, uh, you know, inside your heart and, and that you will follow him uh, wherever, wherever he goes, wherever he takes you and whatever he says you will do. Um, and so he has to be Lord. Yes, he saved you too. He saved you from sin. Uh, he he broke you away from the chains, you know, of, of the you know the oppressive nature of sin. But he's also Lord, and so and, and, but he's not a bad Lord. He's a he's a wonderful, great Lord, um, and we we serve him with joy and gladness because we know that he is peace personified. He is the Prince of Peace. Uh, he is the Lamb of God. Um, he, he loves us and he has a plan, you know, and, and, and he's, he, he's, he's has a place prepared for us. <laughs> and so, you know, those are things to take to the bank. Um, and you know, Jesus loves you and he wants you to, to, to have relationship with him, uh, and be connected with the father and, and feel the, the presence of the Holy ghost. Uh, you know, cause once you get saved, as soon as you, you know, you uh, profess your, your uh, as soon as you confess Christ and, and based on your belief, and, and once you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes in right there, and he's with you, he's in you, and he'll teach you, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll correct you, he'll help you get things right. Um, you can't get things right on your own. You know, you, you have to allow God to help you clean up because he, he can show you. <laughs> where where your faults are uh it, it's a foolish thing uh, when i hear folks say oh well once i get my life together then i come to christ no you you never gonna get your life together on your own uh it, it, we we are powerless against sin uh, without without the lord and so you you come to the lord as you are and then you allow him to have his perfect work in you and so that's that's the podcast for today. Love you. And again, you know, let me know uh, what you think of the podcast. And if you have any any thoughts on the scripture, uh, feel free to to uh, email us at Bible dot time seven 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 at Gmail dot com. Take care. God bless. The New Living Translation is published by Tyndale House Publishers. And the Amplified Bible Classic Version is a project of the Lockman Foundation.